What is that? Why don't you raise your radioculars to your eyes and focus in on the alternative sounds. Cosmic Amanda's Radioculars. Bringing you prisms of alternative lights. Why don't you tune in and tune out?
listening to bff.fm best frequencies forever this is cosmic amanda hanging out with you until 6 p.m playing all sorts of awesome music here on radioculars and um, i don't know if you knew this but on november 30th something very special is going to happen and that is that on november 30th z space right here in the Mission District at 17th and Florida, is going to be transforming into Studio 54 for just one night. And I will be there providing the jams. I'll be recreating, lovingly I might add, an actual playlist from Studio 54. Actually, maybe not an actual playlist song for song, but a collection of tunes that were heard in Studio 54 during its peak heyday in the late 1970s. I'm really excited about it. And best of all, it's for a good cause. So if you buy a ticket to the Z-Space Studio 54 night, you're actually keeping Z-Space in Z-Space they're in for another year. Uh, So all proceeds from Z-Space's Studio 54 will support Z-Space's ongoing commitment to developing, presenting, and producing new artistic work. And actually, they have a really great tagline for this event. The tagline is, Support Risky New Art with Funky Old Beats. If you're interested already, (laughs) before you've even heard any of the jams, you can purchase tickets at zspace.org slash studio54. That's zspace.org slash studio54. I'll give you that URL a few more times during the broadcast, but mostly I'm going to be giving you a little preview of some of the jams you can hear me spin on November 30th. And we're going to kick it off with one of my personal favorite disco tunes and one that uh, broke right there on the dance floor at Studio 54. This is the Michael Zager Band with Let's All Chant. You're listening to Radioculars here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever.
You're listening to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. This is Cosmic Amanda, and I'm hanging out with you on an all-disco edition of Radioculars. And um, he didn't know it when he wandered into the studio, but... um, Oops, we have a a guest here. (laughs) You could try saying hello. I had to reprogram the the board really quick there. (laughs) I like surprising myself and surprising you at the same time. (laughs) Who is this mysterious voice on the microphone? I don't know, but you know, all of a sudden I sound like I have a a voice for radio. (laughs) Uh, Well, this is Eddie Codell. I am the... uh, the director of the Flying Robot International Film Festival, which is what I'm here to plug. Yeah, yeah, this is like an all-plug show today. <laughs> um, I've been playing disco to plug Z-Space's Studio 54 party on November 30th, but another event that I'm really excited about is the Flying Robot International Film Festival, or FRIF. That's right. Let's just Friff. call it FRIF. FRIF, from now. that's easy. <laughs> we have FRIF.co, so you know, it kind of rolls um, off the tongue. And that's going to be on Thursday. That's right. This Thursday at the Roxy Theater uh, starts at seven, uh, goes seven to nine, and it's basically it's a it's a one show uh, festival, uh, and the show consists of uh, drone shorts. So they're all short drone films, five minutes or less, um, across different genres and categories. Uh, probably about twenty five of them, so roughly like an hour and a half worth of content. And so when you say drone, you actually mean like those drones that people fly around. Yeah, exactly. So these, the, the, depending on your point of view, those really annoying things that are flying around <laughs> the neighborhood and, you know, possibly spying on you um, or the, you know, really exciting, uh, cool flying robot that you got for Christmas and you can't wait to, you know, see what's in your neighbor's backyard. <laughs> I don't know. Or, you know, go on vacation and got, got some amazing footage. Yeah. So, um what what kinds of films are people making with drones? Uh, well, so uh, all kinds of films. Um, so we have seven categories, right? The uh, there's the cinematic narrative and um, epic landscape, which are the two categories that probably predominantly have mostly drone footage. Um, so the epic landscape is just your typical amazing, beautiful footage, usually set to music, because that tends to be the easiest thing that people can do. Um, and there's some great, I mean, there's tons of great art out there that's or great films that I would consider art as a result of um, doing that. But it's also certainly the category that we've gotten the most entries in. And then the cinematic narrative is, you know, as, as the name is described, it's a narrative category, so come up with a story. And then drones are part of it. Don't, they don't have to be, it doesn't have to be exclusively drone footage for the cinematic narrative, but um, they must, you know, it has to be uh, a basis or a part of, of that narrative. Like they have to be a core part of the, of the film. Uh, and then the other categories are um, drones for good, which is kind of like a drones for humanity thing, um, because we got you know there's there's already the opposite of that out there. So why not like look at the good <laughs> things that drones are doing? You know, they actually save lives, so it's as as well as you know sometimes kill them. So it's nice to have um, both sides of the equation represented. Uh, so there's uh, that category because I mean, legitimately, they do do things like search and rescue and um, and provide blood to um, you know rural villages in Africa where women are going to labor. And, the, and they're like in you know where there's no medical facilities, so they can they've actually got drones now that can. That's one of the films this year, the Zanzibar Zanzibar. Um, I'm getting the name wrong, actually. No, I, you know what? I'm confusing it with last year's. Um, but Zipline, yeah, that was last year's. They basically deliver blood to villages um, where in I think uh, in an, in an African nation. Um, 
in like 30 minutes or less. So the, the and it, you know the roads are like really horrible there. So it's like why not just send a drone for you know for a, a 15 mile uh, flight and drop that bag of blood off and come back. So just some examples. Um, and then what else? Oh, the, one of the categories I'm super psyched about is the FPV racing and freestyle. And um, what that is, uh, you know, there's there's basically this genre now of of like drone sports um, mm-hmm. called FPV racing, where basically you wear goggles and you are the drone. You are basically seeing what the drone sees as it's flying, and so you're controlling the drone, and you're like, you know, it's basically a first person view, and it's like a very flow state kind of thing. And um, there's a few amazing fucking films in this. In the, in the festival that I, I just like raise the bar on that sort of whole technique and we've got a couple of filmmakers coming in from out of town for that one so I'm really stoked to see how cool. that's going to turn out yeah I feel like of of all the stuff I've seen drones do that's the most uh, the most like something right out of Star Wars exactly yeah I mean it's like people <laughs> the pod races totally yeah that's what people sort of equate it to so, yeah. I mean it's it's true and somebody I think a couple of years ago there was a, a French filmmaker that did that mimic pod racing using drones in the woods and you know like had the LEDs in the back and everything and it was just like whoa it actually exists the future's here yeah how long have you been interested in uh, drone filmmaking specifically uh, 2013 is when I, f- I fell into it so yeah four years um, I got my first drone in 2013 um and you know back then things were a lot more uh diy you know you could get a drone that could fly but you but they didn't natively take you know they didn't really have cameras attached to them they didn't have a way of viewing um your video in real time while you're flying which you really need if you want to composite your shots so it's kind of you know like in the early days it was it was sort of like just just kind of like gambling and saying, okay, I think I'm, that looks like it would be a good shot. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'll find out later. You know, <laughs> like yeah. back in the film days, you'd wait to develop your film. Um, but now like everything is so real time. Like as you're flying it, you can see, you know, you can see what's going on immediately. Um, so I brought, I brought that early version to Burning Man, did a, did some footage there, caught some footage there um, that I ended up putting online and it went viral, got a couple, couple million views and, um, you know, and I'd say, I, I thought, okay, well that's, that's, you know, probably like an outlying case and it pretty much is there's a ton of people doing great stuff with the drone footage but it's what got me to realize hey a lot of people are doing cool stuff here and this is really a, an art form and yeah. it'd be awesome to have a platform to, to celebrate that yeah and it kind of seems like it's something where if you liken it to just film in general and like how uh you know film was first captured and it turned into like these really short kind of you know films that were a concept but not really a narrative right. and Spe- then experimental right yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you know people started you know bringing more of a narrative into it yep. um it kind of seems like that's been what's been happening with drone filmmaking as well except obviously you know at a hyperspeed. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. It's wild. And, and I mean, the cool thing about the festival is you really get to see how people portray, you know, how they use drones either as a tool or as a, or, or, uh, well, you know, it is being used as a tool, but, um, the perspectives in which it's employed and just like how people have kind of come up with ideas and in, in, in the way of shooting something that you just wouldn't have thought of previously. Um, without giving too much away, there's like, there's one, one particular film that we're going to show, that is like this crazy parkour film from Bulgaria and it's like this top down view and you see the guy running and it just like you see he jumps a building and it changes to like another building with him there and then he runs somewhere else and it changes to another building but it's all totally stitched together perfectly and so it's just like he just it's like a video game you just see this guy like running through the city and um and in all these different sort of rooftops and different ways of doing it and it's just it's beautifully shot and um 
yeah, I'm excited to see that one as well. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so how do you decide what makes the cut as far as what films are shown? Yeah, good question. So we have a jury. We have a, a jury that is a panel of judges that um, uh, view them and may, and, rec- and and basically rate them. And so then we take the highest rating, rate, highest rated films of all the categories, and those bubble up and become the ones that we wind up screening and are in the running for uh, a winning an award. So we give awards for um, – this year we're doing awards for uh, – the best of and a runner up in each of the seven categories and then also a best of show and an audience choice awards where audience members will be able to tweet in their favorite uh, film hashtag while they're you know after it's over and then we'll, we'll award the audience choice yeah that's cool and so yeah. are most of these filmmakers local or are they coming from other uh, places it's it's a smattering around the world yeah I mean so I'd say the ones that are local which there's definitely a few there most of them are coming um, and then there's you know de- definitely I mean the majority of them are definitely still from the US I would say um, or at least Filmmakers based in the U.S., um, though oftentimes it's them traveling somewhere else. Um, and then I'd say Europe is probably our next. Next, uh, we've got a bunch of Greek films this year. Um, none of the Greek filmmakers I think are going to make it out, but um, yeah. So you know, obviously it's we, we, you know, we don't have like a crazy budget or anything, so we can't fly the filmmakers out from you know Greece. <laughs> but it'd be awesome. We could. So yeah, it's whoever is able to make it out, and you know, they're not just represented it. by their drone. <laughs> right, right. Well, maybe a couple of them are, and they can just do it. They're like, oh yeah, PR like moment or something. I was thinking in the uh, future, the uh, Flying Robot International Film Festival, where the Roxy is just laden with drones. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hanging just, in the air. Totally, the drones are handling everything. Right? Yeah, like they're yeah they're they're screening the films, they're making the popcorn and serving the beer and taking the tickets. Yeah, yeah you wouldn't even have to be there. Yeah, oh, totally. I can just call it in. Um, so <laughs> that's so that's happening this Thursday. Yeah, that's right. Which is November sixteenth. And if someone wants to buy a ticket now, how would they do that? Yeah, go on the website. Uh, So friff.co, that's F-R-I-F-F dot co, um, is our website. And you can buy tickets directly on the website. Awesome. Yep, 20 bucks. Pretty cheap for the entertainment you're going to get. Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it's not just the films. It's the drones and the people. Oh, I didn't even talk about, so after the screening, we're going to do, so the Internet's own Justin Hall, as I like to call him, because he's... (laughs) been famous in it for a very long time is going to be emceeing our little after show thing or after it's it's basically an award show but it's going to be a really fast-paced one where we'll just give out the awards to uh you know or announce them and then if any of the filmmakers are here they'll um they'll collect them uh and so that's afterwards so there's that's usually pretty fun and has some unexpected we've got some surprises in store we have a few of those crazy fpv drone film uh, drone um pilots in the audience so um, there's expectation there'll be some shenanigans happening. Ooh. Yeah. So the shenanigans <laughs> alone are worth the money. Yeah. yeah so w- once you said shenanigans, I was <laughs> yeah, like, I should have said that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by and, and talking about it. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. And, and that's uh, Flying Robot International Film Festival this Thursday at the Roxy. Go to friff.co and get tickets. That's it. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks for coming by. All right, Amanda. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You never know who's going to stop by the secret alley. (laughs) Uh, And the disco music is only a a side benefit here. All right, we're going to jump back into the tunes. If you have a favorite Studio 54 track you want to hear, you can tweet at us at BFFDOTFM or like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash bestfrequencies. Uh, But for now, we're going to kick it back into the disco jams with one of my favorites by Odyssey. This is a native New Yorker. You're tuned into BFF.FM, best frequencies forever. (laughs) 
You're listening to BFF.FM Frequencies Forever. This is Cosmic Amanda, and I'm hanging out with you for an all-disco edition of Radioculars in celebration of the upcoming Z-Space Gala, which is called Z-Space is Studio 54. You will get to experience Studio 54 through visionary work of the Bay Area's most original artists. And guess what? One of them's me! Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be DJing the event, and I'm putting together a playlist of songs very authentic to Studio 54's heyday in the late 1970s. But there will also be performances. They asked me if I could act. I don't know why yet. (laughs) I'm a um, a little worried about that, but it should be a really awesome time. And uh, you can get tickets at zspace.org slash studio54 if you're interested in coming to Zspace, getting down, and getting funky. Also, before I tell you what we played, I wanted to remind you that another really exciting event is coming up soon. It is barf. It is time to barf. (laughs) The Bay Area Record Fair is coming back This Sunday, November 19th, BFF.FM will be there. It's also my 11th wedding anniversary. 12th? 12th. Time flies. Uh, I can't think of a better way to spend my wedding anniversary than sitting at a card table with the love of my life, (laughs) extolling the virtues of BFF.FM. So you can find us there. That's November 19th, the Bay Area Record Fair. There's going to be 44 local labels. And this year, the fair is going to fill the entire building over at Swedish American Hall. So there's going to be uh, some tables in Swedish American Hall in two rooms. And then there's also going to be tables downstairs at Cafe du Nord. So that's pretty, pretty exciting. Just keeps getting bigger and cooler so definitely check that out also i think some of our bff.fm djs are going to be djing the event in the main room so you get to hear all sorts of cool tunes being spun while you shop it's pretty exciting that's barf on november 19th there's just so much going on in san francisco i actually have a couple other (laughs) events to tell you about but first i'm going to tell you what we played and maybe I'll, I'll have, have another hour of the show. We'll talk about some of these other events later. We just heard Jimmy Ross with First True Love Affair. We also heard Love Deluxe with Here Comes That Sound off of their album Again and Again. CJ and Co. with Devil's Gun. Odyssey started everything off with Native New Yorker. And we're going to keep the jams pumping we have another hour of radioculars thanks for tuning in i hope you've been enjoying the disco jams and here's another one this is instant replay from dan hartman you're tuned in to radioculars here on bff.fm
to BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. This is Cosmic Amanda, and I'm hanging out with you for an all-disco edition of Radioculars. I do that from time to time, but in this particular instance, I'm doing it because I want to make sure that you're aware that Z-Space is transforming into Studio 54 on November 30th, and I'll be DJing, putting together a playlist of actual tunes that were heard in Studio 54 during its heyday in the late 1970s. There'll be all sorts of performances, and it should be a great night. It's a fundraiser for Z-Space to keep it alive, keep it supporting, developing, presenting, and producing new work. And uh, it's definitely a worthy cause. Speaking of worthy causes, it's almost Thanksgiving. And right after Thanksgiving is Black Friday, then there's Cyber Monday, then there's my favorite day, Giving Tuesday. And maybe you're new to the internet, maybe you just crawled out under a rock, maybe you're in a coma for the past 20 years and you've never heard of Giving Tuesday. Well, let me tell you, Giving Tuesday is a very special day. It's uh, the day of the year that kind of kicks off the end of year fundraising season for nonprofits and arts organizations and and all sorts of worthy causes. So 
If you haven't given any money towards any worthy causes this year, Giving Tuesday is a good day to kind of kick it off. Give give to a charity that you care about. Spread your money around. And hopefully one nonprofit that you care about is BFF.FM. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so do consider with Giving Tuesday right around the corner making a tax-deductible donation to BFF.FM. You can do so at BFF.FM slash donate. But I also want to let you know that on Cyber Monday, we're going to be having an open house here at BFF.FM. So you can come and see the studios and maybe meet some DJs. Um, just kind of check us out, see what we're all about. The Secret Alley is a really cool space too, so it's always a good time to uh, pop over and see what we're up to over here. Um, that's going to be on Cyber Monday, which is Monday, November 27th. And that will be 7 to 10 p.m. There's going to be a Facebook thingy. <laughs> I don't have it up yet. But there's going to be a Facebook event invite. Um, so you can um, make sure you RSVP, invite your friends. And the best way to... To find out when that's going to go online is to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash best frequencies. Although I'm sure we're going to be tweeting it out at BFFDOTFM as well. So just keep your eyes peeled on the internet for exciting news about upcoming events. Also, if you like never ever want to miss finding out about something related to BFF again, since you're hopefully already on the website, you should scroll down and you'll find a little box that says keep in touch. And if you enter your email address, you'll be added to our newsletter. And uh, we send it out usually once a month. Sometimes we'll send a little bonus email for feeling frisky. But for the most part, once a month, you'll get an uh, update on any events that we're doing around town. Also, we include some of the best episodes of our shows. So it's a great way to discover new shows maybe you've never listened to that could be your new favorite. Um, but anyway, the way to find, find that is to go to BFF.FM, scroll down, and find the Keep in Touch box. Also, if you happen to be listening on something that is not the BFF.FM website and you haven't been to the BFF.FM website in a while, you should drop what you're doing and go to BFF.FM because the new website is here. It's beautiful. Um, there are all sorts of ways to discover new music with it uh, that you couldn't before. Uh, for example, now... Um, when you look at an archive, you can purchase any of the tracks that were played with little buy links there. And the best part of that is BFF.FM gets just a little percentage. Um, we've made $1.67 so far. <laughs> Woo! The music is, or the money is really um, flowing in from that music. Um, and also, uh, just the site in general is redesigned with all sorts of cool new features that make it easier to find new shows, find new songs that you might like. Uh, we have our charts right on the homepage now, so you can see all the new albums that have come out recently that we've been digging a lot. Um, so anyway, this is all to say that if you've been listening on some sort of app, stop. <laughs> you can even bookmark BFF.FM on the home screen of your phone, and the new site is so speedy that you don't even need another app. You just 
the website itself is an app. Um, just create a um, shortcut on your home screen and you'll be able to get right to it. Anyway, that's just me extolling the vir- virtues of our beautiful new website, bff.fm. And now I'm going to jump back into the tunes. We have about a half hour left of the show. Thanks for getting down and funky with me. Thanks for hustling with me. We're going to play some more disco, starting with one of my all-time favorite disco jams. And I know it's someone else's all-time favorite disco jam, too, because there's this car that I see cruising around San Francisco. It's like a red BMW convertible. Sometimes if the weather is nice, the top is down. But on multiple occasions, I've seen the guy that drives around in this car bumping this tune and just jamming. The other day, he was raising the roof, even though the convertible top was down. And there's no roof. There was no roof to raise. But he was raising it. Anyway, I don't know who that mystery man is cruising about the Castro, but I see you. I know that you love the song, and I'm going to play it just for you, even though you probably don't know this is happening right now. Anyway, this is Hamilton Bohannon with Let's Start the Dance, right here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever.
the sad, sad, yet oh-so-sexy saxophone music that means we've come to the end of radioculars. We just heard I've Found Love by Love and Kisses, Heaven Must Have Sent You by Bonnie Pointer, Dance, Disco Heat by Sylvester, and we started the set off with Hamilton Bohannon with Let's Start the Dance. Don't forget, zspace.org slash Studio 54 if you want tickets to Zspace is Studio 54 on November 30th. Also, this weekend is BARF. Also on Thursday, it's the Flying Robot International Film Festival at the Roxy. There's just so much going on. I can't even, I can't even begin to, to tell you. Also, something deep inside of me would like you to know that tomorrow on Horizons, the rarely seen crystal breeze will be blowing in to the studio, filling in for Christopher A. Wind. And I have a feeling it's going to be a very special episode. Not in that, like, after-school special way, but just in, like, some really good soft rock way. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Keep it locked here on BFF.FM. Also, use the gosh darn website if you if you don't already do that. If you listen on an app or something else, it's over. Break up with it. BFF.FM is all you'll ever need. It's got everything. Exactly. Stick around because DJ Nora with I Rock I Roll Radio is coming up in mere seconds. Thanks for tuning in. See you next week. <laughs>